Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to WGWG.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Welcome to Insert Subject Here, or ISH, as I like to call it. ISH is a segment in this radio that covers popular news subjects and takes a closer look at the data in regards to said subjects. Today, we'll be wrapping up the month of October with the subject of mental health awareness. So let's listen to some music before we get to the details. Hello, listeners. Before we start on the subject today, I would like to remind you that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Recently, a story has hit the headlines that further the need for a discussion of mental health. Back in May, Inyong Yu, a former Boston College student, was involved in her partner's suicide hours before graduation. Alexander Ertula dated Inyong for a year and a half before jumping to his death from a parking garage. Alexander experienced abuse from his partner in both a physical and a psychological sense throughout their relationship. The photo that accompanies many of the articles I read was that of the couple smiling happily and leaning on each other in casual wear. And honestly, that's also an important takeaway here. Anyone in any form of relationship, be it romantic, familial, platonic, or otherwise, can be fraught with abuse. It may not be apparent to others from outward appearances, but abuse is abuse and it can take many forms. In this case, it was both mental and physical. According to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence, NCADV, on average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. One in four women and one in seven men have been victims of severe physical violence. These include beating, burning, and strangling by an intimate partner in their lifetime. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime to a point in which they felt very fearful or believed that they or someone close to them would be harmed or killed. Abuse is sadly very common, but there is also the added layer of numerous cases that go unreported across the board. The case of the Boston College students is not the first that utilizes frequent texts to perpetuate mental health abuse. It's because of this subject that I will talk about in the last part of this podcast, about signs of abuse, a list of call centers, and other ways that those in need can get a hand when it comes to dealing with their mental health. But before all of that, let's take a quick break and listen to some music here on WGWG.org. Welcome back, listeners. There are many organizations out there with the sole purpose of helping others in distress. And before we talk about some of the biggest ones, let's start off with this. If you're in college or university, chances are that there's a counseling resource that you can take advantage of. Talking to a mental health professional doesn't only have to be when you are at your limit. They are a great resource for dealing with everyday stresses and providing insight into your behavior and that of others. For some, abuse, especially mental abuse, are hard to identify. So here are a couple of red flags that you should be on the lookout for according to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which by the way is 1-800-799-7777. 
1-800-787-7233. And for Spanish, it's 1-800-787-3224. Some examples of abuse are, they tell you that you can never do anything right. They show extreme jealousy of your friends and time spent away. They keep you or discourage you from seeing friends or family members. They insult, demean, or shame you with put-downs. They control every penny spent in the household. They take your money or refuse to give you money for necessary expenses. They look at you or act in a way that scares you. They control who you see, where you go, and what you do. They prevent you from making your own decisions. They tell you that you are a bad parent or threatens to harm or take away your children. They prevent you from working or attending school. They destroy your property or threaten to hurt or kill your pets. They intimidate you with guns, knives, or other weapons. They pressure you to have sex when you don't want to or do things sexually that you're not comfortable with. Or they pressure you to use drugs or alcohol. All of these are giant red flags and are absolutely terrible ways to treat anyone in your life. And that's the thing. Abuse, as mentioned before, isn't solely for people in romantic relationships. There are three more red flags that I would like to add to the previous ones. If someone in your life lies to you and makes you believe that what you're experiencing isn't reality or manipulating past events, that is called gaslighting and it is definitely a form of abuse. If anyone threatens to harm themselves in any way if you don't do what they say, that is also a major red flag. A Cosmopolitan article which included an interview with two mental health experts advised that the first thing to do in that situation is to make sure that you are safe and away from the person who is making threats. If a person leaves the premises with something that they could use to hurt themselves, like a knife or an item of the sort, call 911 or your local police number. Finally, someone who always tracks your movements is a red flag, be it through your phone, a tracker in your car, or even computer monitoring software. That is not okay. If you go through these situations or even feel the need to speak with someone else, please seek help. Those in minority groups and those with disabilities are more likely to receive abuse from others. So who can you speak to? Well, here's a list of foundations and hotlines that you can call that are free of charge and are 24-7 for anyone's need. The Trevor Project was founded in 1998, and it is a national organization which provides crisis prevention and suicide prevention services for young LGBTQIA people. Their phone number is 1-866-488-7386, and there are text options and chat options available for their online page. If you prefer to text, another resource you could use is the Crisis Text Line. You can utilize this by texting HOME to 741-741 from anywhere in the United States at any time about any type of crisis. Counselors will text you back and help you work through your situation. For veterans, you can call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1, or you can simply text 838-255. 
And if you have a hard time hearing or have hearing loss but prefer to speak, you can call 1-800-799-4889. For those who wish to speak with someone due to distress from a natural disaster, they can call 1-800-985-5990 or text talk with us to 66746. All of these resources are free to use and they're designed solely for the purpose of helping others in need. I know that there are many people who may be hesitant to call these centers from a stigma point of view or even from the point of view that they believe that these help centers will call the police on you. However, I'd like to remind you that the biggest goal for these call centers is to de-escalate a situation. According to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, there are less than 3% of calls that call centers have utilized police intervention for, and that is usually solely when they believe that a person is in dire danger. At the end of the day, the most important thing is to get help and provide information for those who need help. As the month of October rolls to an end, please be mindful of yourself and others. This has been Insert Subject Here. If you have any questions or comments, please send an email to info at wgwg.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Thank you for listening.